Good evening and welcome to my poor friends. Tonight it's a college episode. This is Jamie Q-Tip and joining me tonight was my college roommate at one of the several colleges I attended. <laughs> Kim, say hello. Hello. You have to be closer. Oh, hello. There you go. <laughs> Make love to the microphone. Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay, so Kim and I were roommates at Mizzou um, for almost a, well, we did a semester. And then one year I had a horrible roommate in the dorm, so I spent every waking moment at Kim's house. So it was almost like a year and a half. Yes, yes. That we is had true. fun. Okay, so, and Kim and I like to... We were not partiers. We did not drink too much very often. Nope. We were pretty good kids, <laughs> um, but I had an affinity for skipping class, and then we would go do things <laughs> like go to the batting cages. And yeah, yeah, I attended class. Jamie somehow didn't quite manage to get there. <laughs> I went to some of my classes. Yeah, some, some. She did go to some. The ones that I liked, I went to. <laughs> what that one yeah. that one class one or two yeah like okay. i had a philosophy class that I, yeah yes yes okay so tonight uh one of the things that distracted us quite often were movies um and two of our absolute favorites were bull durham and 10 cap so tonight we are talking about bull durham and 10 cap but before we do that we are going to do some would you rather questions oh great <laughs> and i picked some like off the wall questions because you were always my like quirkiest friend. I'm going to take that as a compliment. It Go is. Ahead. It <laughs> is. So we'll start with, would you rather your only mode of transportation? So you can't drive, okay. can't walk. The only mode of transportation is mm -hmm. a giraffe or a donkey. Nice. Okay. And <laughs> the comment with this is very cool. I totally know. Very cool and impractical. Okay. Or kind of lame, but a lot more practical. Oh, no. Going with the giraffe for sure. <laughs> <Yes>. Definitely. <laughs> That's right. I'll park my giraffe somewhere. I'm fine with yes. that. Yeah. I'm, I feel you there. Yeah. Definitely. They're just so cute. Mm -hmm. I couldn't resist. Well, and like, yes, you could probably take your donkey inside places and it could drive you around. Yeah, but come on. Who drives a giraffe? That's right. pretty rocking. Who rides a freaking yeah, giraffe? Yeah, exactly. I'm totally with you there. All right. Would you rather wear your wedding dress every day <laughs> or wear a bathing suit every day? Oh, God. Uh, and I bring this up because I was in your wedding, so I remember your wedding dress. Uh, okay, so can I... Okay, so my wedding dress was in two pieces. Mm -hmm. Can I just wear the top half and not the whole freaking thing? <laughs> no, no. That's like saying, yeah. could I wear a bathing suit, but wear the cover-up that goes with it? No, no. All right. I'm, God, I have no idea. <laughs> um, I, I might go with the bathing suit. Really? Yeah, only because right now I have a real comfortable one. It's kind of like, you know, real <laughs> loose on my me. Exactly. But I guess in the wintertime, it would kind of suck. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I can cover up, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think... See, if you're a guy, it's... <laughs> if no I go to Walmart, I would totally fit in either way, right? <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> true. So, yeah, I, I'm just going to shoot with the uh, old bathing suit. All right. It, it seems much more comfortable than the um, wedding, wedding dress. dress with the long train 
behind me where everyone's going to step on it and think it's going to get so dirty. Crazy. Yes. So my thing is, right, if you're a guy, this is a no-brainer. A well, tuxedo is of like, course. well, and my husband just wore khakis and a button-down shirt. I yeah, mean, so how? That, yeah, that doesn't count. That's right. But as a woman, that's And see, scary. and mine has like the little boy shorts. And so it's, ah, you know, not, not quite like. So my, I am 41. And a plus size gal and started wearing a two piece a couple years ago. Exactly. I don't think no. I could rock that at work. No. You know, <laughs> I you're think going with the wedding dress. I'm going to huh? go with the wedding dress. Yeah, but like, yours was really cute. Thanks. I like that. I, 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 I remember the teal. Yes, uh-huh. it had a little belt. That's yeah. true. And it had no crinoline skirt or anything like that. So it See, wasn't terrible. Yeah. I wore that on the beach and, and it and it was okay. So yeah, I, I would So you go. could pull that one off. I'm not saying I could pull it off. <laughs> well, better than the swimsuit is what I'm saying. That's true. Like, yeah. I, if I had a professional meeting, you know, and I showed up in my wedding dress, <laughs> they'd be like, huh, all right. But it might go over better than the swimsuit is what you're saying. Yes, that yeah. is true. Would you rather, this is terrible, would you <laughs> <Great>. rather <laughs> randomly time travel either forward or back years 20 years Okay. every time you fart? <laughs> okay or teleport to a different place on earth not water on land every time you sneeze jeez <laughs> you don't give me much choice okay so time travel every time you fart but then i would just be stuck there because uh, let's you say gotta iron yeah, this out let's say it lasts 10 minutes and then you come back oh heck yeah i'd rather time travel that'd be kind of cool yeah but imagine you could sneeze and go to like you know portugal for 10 minutes and then come back or Paris and then come back. Okay, yeah, but, but but I could do those things anyway if I, you know, if I had the money. So I think I'd rather go back in time or forward in time. Now, if you could pick to have that, would you pick that? What do you mean? So, like, right now you're a normal human being. What <laughs> sort if, <of>. what <laughs> if, <laughs> okay. All right, Wizard Merlin comes <laughs> down and says, I will grant you this superpower that every time you fart, you go back in time for 10 minutes or forward in time for 10 minutes. Would you be like, okay. Oh yeah. I'd be all in. I would be that way for the, I would eat beans all the time and (laughs) try to time travel all the time. (laughs) That's true. But what if you found out something horrible? Yeah. So be it. Yeah. But then you're coming back and just waiting for that horrible thing to happen. You know, whatever. Right. Horrible things are going to happen regardless, so I figure... I know. I just don't want to know about them. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, Yeah, if I could do the traveling thing... The only thing is, like, the nice thing about doing it when you sneeze is you can usually feel those coming up. <laughs> okay. Because you could be in the car. Because then what, you're going to run and pack? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, my God, I'm going to Barbados. Let me grab my swimsuit. No, my- I already <laughs> <in> my swimsuit. <laughs> No, you're wearing your running dress. Oh, damn it. No. See, I would be prepared. <laughs> then you end up in Iceland. Yeah. Um, no, I'm saying that because like if you're driving, you could pull off on the side of the road or whatever. <laughs> because that would really matter at that point. Well, you've got to tie your giraffe yeah. up somewhere for Christ's sake. All of a sudden your kids are like, oh my God, where'd mom go? Well, yeah, but they're going to know about your superpower. <laughs> But I would, I would do the traveling. Well, my mom's in her swimsuit. She's five two. Um, she'll be back in ten minutes. Yeah. I'm just gonna hang out here. I'll just sit here. <laughs> That's right. That could happen. Yeah. 
Okay, so we're talking about Bull Durham and Tin Cup, and our producer, Mark, has turned on Tin Cup in the Thank background. Thank you, Mark. So we can just watch. He's not allowed to talk. Uh, he's not. <laughs> no, he can pipe up from the corner. The problem is he distracts the guests. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he distra- also, Kim's children are over playing with my child, and you guys know my child is not quiet. So if you hear children screaming. Mine are perfect <laughs> angels. If you hear screaming in the background, we are not torturing anyone. Just FYI. They're playing VR. I'm sure it's fine. All right. So both movies starred Kevin Costner. Both movies were written by Ron Shelton. Um, so we'll start with Bull Durham. Ron Shelton was a former minor league baseball player. And so he used his experience as the basis of that story, Bull Durham, which I thought was kind of interesting that he was the former league player. Kurt Russell was also a former minor league player and he helped Ron Shelton develop the script. Hmm. I didn't know that. I know. So I mean, I knew he had been in the minors or whatever, but I didn't. Which one? Kurt Russell or Kurt Russell? Did you? Yeah. Actually, I just read it recently. Really? Yeah. What do you read? Yeah. But that comes well, up. Like, you know, I have to read goddamn <laughs> movie I, databases. I just, well, yeah. Okay. When I'm at work, I just Google, like, weird facts. <laughs> so, oh. of course, after all my work is done. Of course. Yes. So, you never there know. you go. I find out all sorts of interesting things. <laughs> all right. So... Eventually, Kurt Russell had thought that he would star in it as Crash, but Kevin Costner beat him out for the role. And I guess Kurt Russell was such a fan of his um, acting in the role, he sent him a fan letter. Isn't that sweet? That's what I said. It's so nice. (laughs) Actually, he was ticked off because he didn't get the role. That's probably true. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Ron Shelton was adamant that Nuke should be Tim Robbins. So get this. The uh, studio originally wanted Anthony Michael Hall to be Nuke, okay? okay. Um, and I guess they flew out to New York to or somewhere to interview Anthony Michael Hall. He was an hour and a half late for the meeting. He had not memorized any of the script at all. So they're like, okay, you're doing a reading. We're going to leave and we'll come back and mm-hmm. we'll interview you again. And he came back and he still only had like a quarter of the script memorized. Mm-hmm. And I guess Ron Shelton was like, fuck this. I'm done. I'm not dealing with this kid anymore. And I was like, I will Fired. quit if you hire this guy and wow. ended up wanting Tim Robbins. Nice. I know. I thought that was nice. Um, Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon met on set on this movie. And they have both said that this is their favorite movie that they've done. Well, of course. I know. (laughs) I know. And you know, it's Which he looks like he's like 14. Have you seen it lately? (laughs) Right. But here's the deal. Kevin Costner in real life is only three years older than Ten Robbins. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because he looks really young in this movie. I know. I know. Because I just watched it the other day. And I just laughed because how young I thought he looked. Right. You know. Susan Sarandon was... 42 mm-hmm. but yes i guess kevin costner was 33 wow and tim robbins was 30 mm-hmm. and i'm like tim robbins looks 22 yeah and kevin costner sure. maybe doesn't look 40s but he doesn't look early 30s. 30s maybe i don't know it's weird yeah i think it's weird yeah because they totally look totally <laughs> i mean tim <laughs> robbins looks really young i thought yeah i do too he's got the baby face he does 
Director Ron Shelton said that he came up with the name Ebby Calvin Nuke Lelouch after being served at a restaurant by a waiter named Ebby Calvin Nuke Lelouch. <laughs> he loved it and decided to just slightly change the spelling of the name. I'm like, well, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> but what a damn name. Can you imagine if that's what your, yeah, parents have named you. Um, so speaking of people that were considered for the roles, Jeff Bridges and Don Johnson turned down the role of Crash. Yeah. Do you think they would have been better? No. I don't either. Definitely not. Like Don Johnson. Don Johnson. Well, but, oh, because he's in 10 Cup. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. Um, but no, he might have been okay. I think, yeah, by far better than Jeff Bridges. Yes. Though I like Jeff Bridges. I do too. I, we have another podcast episode about the Big Lebowski. And yes. I, you know. I was going to say, but not in that role. Yeah, I'm with you there. Charlie Sheen and David Duchovny were considered for Ebby Calvin Lelouch. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm pouring this with... Uh... And I could see Charlie Sheen doing it. I could too, but I guess he was already committed to a different baseball movie. Not oh. Major League. It was like oh. Eight Men Out or something. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but he decided that he couldn't do it. Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis were considered to play the parts of Annie and Crash. What? Yes. Say that again. <laughs> Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis were considered to play the roles of Annie oh, and Crash. Okay. okay. They declined due to their commitment to the TV series Moonlighting. Yeah, I think that would have been weird. Now, Sybil uh, Shepard. I don't know. I really like that. I loved Moonlighting. Oh, I did too. And Sybil Shepard has that sultriness yeah, she that Susan been good. Sarandon has. Yeah. It's their dynamic because in Moonlighting, they never got along. Yeah. And this True. one, you know, while Crash is frustrated with Annie and his lack of right. <laughs> relations, um, they still get along. Yes. So, I don't know. Yeah. Might uh, not have been working. Melanie Griffiths considered for the role of Annie. She's Mich- too sweet. And <laughs> perky. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wouldn't have worked. No. Michelle Pfeiffer. But they thought she was too young at the time. Mm. Glenn Close, Carrie Fisher, and Deborah Winger all auditioned for the role, but for various reasons backed out. And then Kim Basinger and Isabella Rossellini were offered the role and declined it. That's a lot of people to be considered for that role. That is role. a lot. Right? So, of all those people, Melanie Griffith, Michelle Pfeiffer, Glenn Close, Carrie Fisher, Deborah Winger, Kim Basinger, and Isabella Rossellini, which of those do you think could have pulled it off better or at least as good as Susan Sarandon? As good? Um, maybe Kim Basinger. You think? Maybe. Mine was Deborah Winger and, or Carrie Fisher. And the reason why, mm. no, I, I mean, I love Carrie Fisher, but I don't see that. So she played a somewhat, she's had some other character roles that have made her a little more, she seems more like down to earth. Yeah. But on the other hand, when you think of Annie, she's not necessarily down to earth character. So exactly. maybe not. Maybe not. She reads poetry. And Kim Basinger is kind of, I mean, not to be, I mean, I don't know in real life, but I just mean like in her movies, she always plays kind of the ditzy blonde. I can kind of see that maybe going. And then she's kind of got the uh, evil eye about her. I don't know. <laughs> I can see that working maybe. So I could possibly. see her as Millie. Yeah. Her as Millie probably would be a 
much better fit. That's just me. That's just me. Okay. So do you remember when, um, crash writes Annie a note in the dugout and he tells her, mm-hmm. she tells him she's pulling her hips mm-hmm. and it gets to Millie and she's like, read it. And Millie goes, I want to make love to you. Yes. Have you ever read what the note actually says? Yes. <laughs> what did I- you say? <laughs> Um, I can't remember right off. Let's fuck sometimes. Yeah, I was going to say, but I knew it was something similar to that. But, um, but yes, I did read that and I thought that was funny that they didn't, didn't, I didn't notice that when we saw the movie, it wasn't until, and I don't know if it's cause we're 4k now and you know, 65 inch <laughs> screens, but yeah, now I, I don't can know. Read it. Yeah. I didn't notice it at first. No, I just, um, I, I don't know, past maybe five years have noticed that. Yeah. I, I think it's like such a better screen or something i don't know i know but i was kind of shocked because then it kind of translated it was like the telephone you know (laughs) that's exactly right um the pitching mound scene which is like the best scene in the whole movie right so the guys are like struggling one of them has their chakra is messed up the other one has a curse on the glove so they're sitting around talking and robert wool comes up his character and he's like what's going on and you know Crash goes into the speech and Robert Will goes, huh, candlesticks make a nice gift. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> right. Yes. That was totally improvised. And Robert Wool said he had had a similar conversation with his wife a couple days before. And he's like, oh, <laughs> this is a good point. <laughs> well, that's that. funny because now every time I watch a baseball game and they all go to the mound and they all have their little conference, that's exactly, I always say, oh, yes. candlesticks would make a nice gift, you know, or uh, you always think that. Yes. Like, I'm like, they're not talking baseball, are they? No. <laughs> we know? even have a friend on Facebook that every time that happens, she'll like, Posted on Facebook yeah. as with a picture of the TV and says something about um, candlesticks making nice. I think that's hilarious. Okay. What's your favorite scene of Bull Durham? And I think I know this. Oh, my gosh. It, honestly, uh, maybe his speeches. I do love his speeches. But my favorite scene is the rain out scene. Oh, how could I forget the radar scene? Yes. Okay. And, and I totally. love that scene because we <laughs> because did that. Because we scene. did that. Yes. So tell the story of the radar scene at school. Oh, uh, well, so we happened to live right by a baseball diamond. And, and it, we were in a duplex. We were in a duplex. It was real close. And we, it was raining really hard and yes. we were bored. And, uh, and all of our side were and, girls. And I don't and really remember how we initiated, let's go to the ball field. I'm sure it was us. <laughs> I'm sure it was. So, cause remember- so we decided we're going to go to this ball field and we're going to basically act out that scene. And we started doing it, running around the bases and we were sliding in the mud. <laughs> oh, it was hilarious until the cops came. <laughs> and then, so the funny thing about this, so half of our duplex were girls and half of our duplex were boys. And the boys were just like, hey, what do you guys want to do? And we're like, oh, I've got an idea. <laughs> I'm sure it was Kim that, that came uh, up it, with this idea. Maybe. And so we went to the we went to the bases and we had a lot of fun. And we're walking back. And remember, there was that road. Yes. And there was that dip in the road. Yes. And, the and c- Jamie hid in about one inch, two maybe inches of water I'm like, from the police. I'm she like, hid in, down. in the ditch in the rain. You could totally see her. I'm like, Jamie, they can totally see you. 
And she's like, no, get out, get out. They I'm like, they us. can see you. They're right in front of us with their spotlights. They can see you. I'm like, no, no, get in. I swear they can't. Yeah. That, so the police were standing us. right next to us, talking to us, and Jamie's still pushing us down in the mud, trying to get us to hide. It worked. I say my, my plan would have worked. Yeah. Yeah, it worked well. Yeah, that was awesome. So needless to say, we got kicked out and had to leave, but we had a blast while we were doing it, so it was well worth it. And the Columbia police officers were very generous not to arrest us. Yeah, they laughed at us, basically, is what happened. Because then Kim gets her Parks and Rec degree, and at later is like, do you know how much money that costs? Yeah, oh, that's bad. Yeah, we were bad. We got in trouble. Except they didn't really care. Uh, Kevin Costner is a switch hitter. He is shown hitting both left and right handed at different points in the film. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is ranked number five on the American Film Institute's list of the 10 greatest films in sports. Wow. I know. Um, even though it was set during summer, it was actually shot in the late fall of early winter, which you see their breath mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff. So that doesn't surprise me. And this one is for local Kansas Cityans. Um, as is typical with many baseball films, the actors are using bats that are models used by actual major leaguers. The catcher Bobby uses the George Brett model. Oh, the catcher. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. Okay. Gotta Anything? love George Brett. I know. So besides the rain out scene, of course, the other best scene is when she asks, what do you believe in? Mm-hmm. And he gives his speech about what he believes in. And then at the end, when he unhooks the garters. Like, I remember us. Do you remember that? No. What do you so mean? So he and Susan Sarandon are making out. And oh, okay. he just. Well, because he gives the speeches a couple times. He gives a couple different speeches. He does. But the speech that I love the best is when I believe that, you know, um, AstroTurf should be outlawed in the designated hitter. Right, I believe this. Right. Right. I, right. I was thinking of the first one when they were all sitting in there together in the living room. But yeah. the other best part that I love is that part at the very end where, you know, uh, Newt could not figure out her garters and she kept trying to teach him how to do it and this and that. Mm-hmm. And then she gets with Kevin Costner and he's like, dink. And yeah. it just comes apart. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I love that. My big appeal with, ten- with, uh, with Bull Durham is how... Kevin Costner's cool, confident. Exactly. It's just very attractive. Very. So I definitely like that. Yes. I thought that was great. Anything else about Bull Durham that you can think of that you want to talk about? Not really. Just kind of, I think you, I think you hit it. Like the most maybe attract attraction to the movie even is just his coolness and how he's just slick about everything. And, and, uh, for uh, Tim Robbins, <laughs> you know not. he was so not, and uh, and I like that she stayed with him though throughout the season, you yeah. know, and then and then she's just like, okay, forget this, we're done, <laughs> you know. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, one-liners is when Kevin Costner was saying, "Your shower shoes have fungus on them." Yeah, get to the majors <laughs> exactly. and fungus on your shower shoes. The press will think you're eccentric. Until then, it means you're a slob. Yeah. I was I, like, that's so true. I think I just like, she's like, oh my. Oh my. <laughs> that's my favorite. Yes, out of the whole she movie. says that multiple yes. times. Oh my. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good movie. <laughs> okay, but you and I were talking earlier mm-hmm. because we used to watch Bull Durham and Ten Cup both right? all the time. Um, but you and I both agreed that we think we like Ten Cup just a little bit better. Right. So Ten Cup, 
you know, same Kevin Costner. He is the golf pro that meets Renee Russo. She's the therapist that's trying to learn golf. And it stars him and Don Johnson and Renee Russo. Cheech Marin's in it as well, plus his whole entourage. I mm-hmm. love Ten Cup. I, I thought this was I great. do too. Um, so shockingly, a lot of the golf shots were done by Kevin Costner and Don Johnson. Mm-hmm. We have it on the background now. <laughs> um, apparently, uh, Gary McCord was hired to help them with their golf swing so that they could do a lot of the shots by themselves. Mm-hmm. I, I watch it and I'm like, Jesus, these, I mean, they're good strikers, right? I just figured it was all in the movie, you know, like <laughs> splicing of the movie. Either that or, you know, they had to take 50 takes. Exactly. Like, oh, that's, what I, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, so Pierce Brosnan was originally considered for the David Sims, Don Johnson character. Mm. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with Pierce Brosnan is he's not the same age as Kevin Costner. Although at the time he may have been, you know, I mean, obviously now he's still the same, but I'm thinking of him now, <laughs> like, like Kevin Costner then. Yeah. So I'm trying to think if their age difference would have been, because remember they were, they supposedly went they to school got, together. Oh, I didn't know that. They've got to be somewhat close in age. Yeah. Cause remember, um, David and him went to the university of Houston together. Oh, okay. That's right. So that's like how they knew each other in the movie. Um, Dennis Quaid was also considered for David's role. Hmm. Yeah. I could see Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I can see Pierce Brosnan, but Dennis Quaid, not so much. I know. I kind of don't think so either. No. All right. This one I was excited about. John Leguizamo was considered for Romeo. Now I love say for Cheech. Cheech. <laughs> yeah. I love. You can't Cheech. go wrong great. with Cheech. But John Leguizamo is a fun. He would have been good. Yeah, I think yeah, so yeah, too. Yeah. Pierce is two years oh, Pier- <laughs> our producer has told us Pierce Bronson is two years older than Kevin Costner. So, so they, they would. Well yeah, I was gonna say since. Yeah, that would have been fine. That's right. That's yeah. exactly right. All right. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's Cheech. I mean, come on. I know, and shockingly, so I guess Cheech Marin is not was not a fan of golf at all. Until he started, I can see in, that. <laughs> until he was in this movie, and now huh. he loves golf. He really? plays all the time. Really? Yes, I thought that was That's crazy. Funny. Okay, do you remember the scene where David Sims is asked for an autograph by an old couple, a child, and a puppy, and he like and is an that's asshole. Kevin Costner's parents and his son. Yes, I didn't. I was that. like, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. That's Kevin Costner's actual parents. You really do look up a lot of. I told you. (laughs) I'm full of it. Like, usually my guests are like, wow. You're like, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, Yeah, I knew that too. Sorry. (laughs) I'll let you just tell it. No, no, that's fine. I understand. I understand. Um, Do you know who Janine Turner is? No. I don't either. She turned down the role of Molly, which is clearly Renee Russo, but I didn't know. Oh, Renee Russo is one of my favorites. No, I. Well, and it's funny because I don't necessarily think of her as one of my favorite actresses. But oh, I, can, I love her. Yeah, I, I do too. She's but, you great. Know, but I can't imagine her in anything else or anyone else. Lethal in this role. Weapon. No, I mean, I can't imagine anyone else in this role. Oh, no, 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 no. Right. She's great. I yes. absolutely love her. She's great. I thought that was awesome. The end where Roy hits the... Cl- yes. you know the ball 12 times right. to get it over the water love which, it which right i know love it so there's a fundamental i watch that up that piece of the movie yeah. and just cringe because yeah. i'm like because <laughs> you can't stand it can you i can't stand you want it. him to lay up 
I yes. totally did not want him. That's to right. So it's funny that you say that because when they had decided to write this movie, right. it was because um, that actually happened. So no, it did not happen. <laughs> I am kidding. But we wanted it to happen. Oh, no, <laughs> what happened was okay. So did it or did it not it. happen? Yes, the movie was based on Chip Beck in the 1993 Masters. He laid up on a hole 15. And he ended up losing. Hmm. Ron Shelton and John Norville, who co-wrote the movie, said the Roy character has to be someone who would never lay up. I feel like there are two types of people in the world, right? <laughs> oh, for sure. That's right. Those that like play it safe, get the safe shot right? and just try and win. And those people that are like, fuck that shit. I've got to prove myself. Yeah. And I wonder if that's why I've always been attracted to those types of people. Like you and I have been really good friends. And a lot of the other people I know are like, ah, no. I'm not laying up. Oh, there's no way I could lay up in that situation. I definitely <laughs> I think that's why I like the movie. You know what I mean? I think that's what really draws me to the movie, though, because I'm like, oh, if he, if he would have, you know, just laid up, you know, just done it the right way, I don't think I would have watched it again. So I'll tell you what. I actually think that it's good for both types of people. Because how you okay. say that, yeah. But for me, I'm like, but he didn't win. And yeah, he, he should have done that. <laughs> that's right. So it's almost <laughs> that like idiot. It's, I, not that I, I understand that that's what he yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. But it. So there's a validation for you sure. because he didn't lay up. He finally made the shot, and everyone fucking cheers, and everyone's right. so excited. Right. I get teary eyed in my. 40- and you're like, but he didn't oh win. My God. No, <laughs> no, I get teary eyed because I'm so happy for him. I think that's awesome. But I'm also like at the end, <laughs> but in the but end, I was minute. right. He should have laid up. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. But I mean, obviously it's a movie, but that's kind of the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we like movies that we can identify with. Sure. Even though like we are not like hot dog eating golf pros but you and i unfortunately have, right but you and i have both had history with golf in one way or another you pros. had <laughs> you had a golf pro boyfriend for years yeah. i worked on a golf course and right had golf pro <laughs> liaisons for years okay <laughs> um I mean, and even like back to when I was a kid, my dad took me right. for golf lessons. I had a golf lesson right, with right, Tom right. Watson, with Brad Couples. Like I background in it. That's right. You and I both had like. So I think that it was very identifiable because of that in a lot of ways. But again, I do think it appealed to both of us for different reasons. And that's probably why I like the outcome because my boyfriend at the time probably <laughs> he would have laid up, <laughs> and I would have been. You know what are you that. doing? Yeah, I can so, see that. Yeah. Um. So besides that, the that whole scene in the movie is also based on an actual shot by Gary McCord. So, so again, they they base the character of Roy as someone that would not lay up, but right. the actual scene where he dunks it in the water, yes, was Gary McCord in real life. He hit the ball fifteen times. Before he got it over oh. the water. Yeah. So that is crazy. Like Roy. Gets so did he 12. really get it in the water? Yeah. And people dove in to get it. I would. I would have dove in to get it for sure. <laughs> I don't know if that happened. in my swimsuit and everything. 
what you were prepared. <laughs> See? God thank damn it, God. Then. That's right. I told you. Thank God I didn't pick the wedding dress. Like, it, it just would not have worked It would have weighed me. you down. Yes. I probably would have drowned right there. That's right. You're so. always prepared. You're like a damn girl scout. <laughs> I know. Then my draft would pull me out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is the last, like, really humorous tidbit. Pro golfers did not want to be in the movie unless they got a higher pay fee because it was a movie. Wow, so wow. there was like, right, there was like a, you know, a standard like appearance fee mm-hmm. that everyone wanted to pay. And mm-hmm. they're like, no, we want more. This is a movie. So to get around this, I told you Gary McCord had been brought in as a consultant. So he calls all the golfers' wives. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I'll let you have dinner with Kevin and Don Johnson if you'll hear us out about putting your husband in the movie. <laughs> And my I, husband would definitely be doing it. I know. <laughs> Kevin, oh, honey, you're doing it. Yes. So Kevin Costner and Don Johnson schmoozed all these wives. That is absolutely priceless. At a dinner, <laughs> they ended up getting 35 golfers, four of which were U.S. Open winners and paid them the absolute minimum amount that's required on a movie set. That is awesome. I know. I <laughs> that might be that. the coolest thing yet. <laughs> Mark would be in that fucking movie. Yeah, you exactly. bet your ass. I'd sell him to the movie for dinner with Kevin Costner. And He's still Johnson. here, you know. I know. In all fairness, he'd sell he knows. me for dinner yeah. with Kevin Costner and Don Johnson. That's funny. I have a quick quiz for you. Oh, great. All right. When Kevin Costner breaks all the clubs in his bag, which one? Oh, we're on that scene. Seven iron. That's right. Next. What college? I said this earlier. Oh, God. What college did Roy and David attend together? Houston? Yes, the University of Houston. Ding, 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 ding. There you go. Those are the, all the questions I had. <laughs> I didn't have a lot. Phew! Did you know Don Johnson and Kevin Costner are good friends in real life? And I guess they had to change their filming. So they were filming on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. They had to stop because Don Johnson would have these wild fucking parties on Friday night, and they'd all show up drunk on Saturday. <laughs> Like they had to well, do what you got to do. Right? That's right. They stopped filming on Saturdays because they'd all get drunk as shit on Friday nights. That's pretty funny. I thought so too. That sounds fun. I know. We'd be, we'd be happy to attend if they're going to have any more. <laughs> and pimp out our husbands yeah. for whatever movie <laughs> yeah. you want. Whatever they want. That's right. What is your favorite scene from Tink Up? Uh, the only thing that really stands out, well, besides the ending, of course. But I love, and I know you love this part too, because we've talked about this multiple times. When she finally goes to visit him in his trailer. Yeah. And he, he just looks good. He's got on that little tank top and he's got his hands above his head. And she says something like, oh, you have your moments. And he says, will you tell me which moments are mine? And I'll repeat them or whatever the line was. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) So this is going to sound ridiculous. My favorite moment in this whole is the banter between him and Molly when she first walks in mm-hmm. and he's asking the quiz and he's bouncing the ball on his oh, yeah, and he's got a hot dog hanging out of yeah. his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and he thinks he's got them all and he's got the bet. And then she walks in and she goes, the doctor's a woman. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, I've never been saddled with that. When she calls him a feminist, he's like, right. never, she's like, Try being saddled sometimes. Smell yeah. the leather sting of a whip. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> You're like, I love it. And he's eating a hot dog. And I, I love know. hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it really just the hot dog that it does it for be. you? I don't yeah. know, yeah. but I really love it. I think it's so good. I know. They've got a lot of little one-liners in the yes, movie that are have... just really good. Okay. who's your Other than Kevin Costner, who's your favorite character from Tin Cup? Ugh, Rene Russo. Okay, besides sure. those two, who's your favorite well, character? Well, Cheech. Is it? Well, yeah. He's awesome. I love him. So mine is his ex-stripper girlfriend. Oh. Now. <laughs> yeah, she's funny. To me, the best line of this entire movie is when Cheech says, I have one rule, and it's not to bet on horses with your ex-girlfriend who's now a stripper. Yeah. And you broke that rule, friend. <laughs> I think that is hilarious because I'm like... <laughs> I told you it's the one-liners in this movie. You it know is. what I mean? And just their relationships together. I so that's the Because thing. I love that about Romeo. Okay, Romeo. Their relationship alone to me is just awesome because I Agreed. love it how they're they're in the trailer together. I think that's a, another draw for me because I just like that. You know, I like that they have a good relationship and it's just like fun. They're down-to-earth friends no matter what. Even though they fight, you know what I mean. But yeah, they're true but every, friends. Every friend do, does, right? And I All think friends do. And I think that's a, <laughs> I think that's a big draw to me also in this movie. I agree. So my thing is, is that if I like a movie or I like a TV show, I have to like the characters that are exactly. in it. Exactly. And I've talked about this before on the podcast, how I hate Breaking Bad because I hope they all fucking blow up. I don't like any of them. <laughs> and a lot of shows that if I don't like everyone, I'm not going to like them. Ten Cups, one of them, where I like everyone. Yeah. They're all, even Don Johnson. I oh, know, yeah. Everyone I know, likes him, of and course. I know people that don't like dogs, don't like kids. I still like those people, you know. And not me. They don't like dogs and kids. <laughs> They're out. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. I have nothing else. You, anything else? Nothing. All right. <laughs> thank you for joining me. I know you are yes, not you. happy about joining me, so I appreciate oh, you. Oh, no. I was super excited. <laughs> Kim has a look of sarcasm on her face right now <laughs> that you just can't see. I can't hide it, can I? <laughs> no. All right. Well, thank you all. I appreciate you guys joining, and I hope you have a lovely evening. Bye. Bye.